it just doesn't seem to be happening domestically right now. Mm. Because we're making the worst music. Whoa. Damn. <laughs> Justice is back. No, we are. The United States is making the worst music. I, I wouldn't say mm. I wouldn't say we're making the worst no, music. No, we're making the worst music. Our production is lack is lackluster. Wow. Our videos are awful. And also our inspiration is regurgitated. Like you gotta understand, like that as part I agree like, with. as fans, okay. right? Like people are so confused why Bad Bunny's as big as he is. I know that's not rap, but like you gotta understand because he's melting everything. He's he he understands the, the so American culture. So many different culture, cultures, right? yeah. And it's like it's that's what's gonna be exciting. Mm. So like I think that if our artists want a chance of being stars again, we have to expand our palette and pull our inspiration from just outside the states. Oh Lord, Jensen made another one. Hey, what's going on, y'all? I'm your host, Brandon Jinx Jenkins, and welcome back to another episode of the Rap Caviar Podcast, which you can watch exclusively on Spotify. This week, we're looking deeper into 2023 to try to figure out what's happening next in rap this year. Who are the breakout artists and what can we expect trend-wise? So first up, we got Hakeem Rowe, A&R Victor Victor, and host of Our Generation Music. Man, thank you guys for having me. Sitting next to him, we got Justice Baden, founder and A&R over at Love Renaissance. Yeah, you guys are welcome for having me. <laughs> Shit. Wow. The pod already started. Here's how we go. <laughs> and of course, next to me, we got none other than Carl Cherry, creative director and head of urban, urban music at Spotify. Thanks for having me. No one's going to acknowledge that this is the first repeat guest. This we're, is. This is, is the first, super the first episode. This is, we're this, super seniors, man. Yeah. Which is crazy. I don't think we've done a repeat guest yet on the show. And to get everybody that we had before right back is right. I think when we first had you guys in here, Justice, you had said hip hop was, uh, you said hip hop was dead. Um, I didn't say it was dead. I said rap's finished. Rap rap's is done. Rap's finished. Yeah, it's done. It's a world where you might be right, but we don't know yet. Today, we're going to believe that rap is not finished, and we're going to look forward into this year to see um, what's popping and who's coming up. So look, I want to go through some names with you guys here. Earlier this month, Spotify's Most Necessary Brand released their 10 hip-hop artists to watch. So I'm going to name some of these artists, and I want, you know, we'll talk about it. So we have Too Rare, we have Babyface Ray, we have Central C from Over Across the Pond, we have Destroy Lonely, Finesse Two Times, Glorilla, Ice Spice, Real Boston Richie, Saucy Santana, Sleazy World Go. Off top, what's your reaction to that list? If you need me to repeat anything, I can. But are there artists that stick out to any of you all, people that you're putting your money on, people that you're excited about? I'll go first as they wrap their brains around the list. Um, nothing. The first one that, the, that, that, that stands out for me is Central C, mm. right? Um, and by the way, let's give context to these lists. Like, we're, we're industry folks, so, like, by our standards, these emerging artists might sound or feel established, but they're still relatively un unknown to, like, mainstream audiences, right? None of them have been, I think Babyface Ray might be the only person who's the artist who's been, like, a double XL freshman yet. So those guys mm -hmm. are still developing, right? Mm -hmm. But Central C sticks out because <laughs> rappers from London have been trying to break through in America for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And... You've seen some changes in the last, I want to say, like, five to seven years, like, Stormzy, Skepta. Like, they've had, like, success in the U.S. And, like, mm -hmm. their gigs. Like, these guys have cultivated, like, legit niche audiences in the U.S. For Central C, what he's cultivating right now feels like he has a legitimate shot at crossing over here and become a star here in the U.S. Part of it that feels interesting about Central C is that, like you said, it always feels like they were sort of, and I'm not trying to diminish their talent, but, like, the other option or like there's an asterisk next to their name or they're doing grime. He's doing proper rap, but obviously he's bringing this whole UK flavor, UK uh, lexicon over to the table, different things that we don't know about. And I think part of it is that rap is the boundaries are, they're more diminished than ever before. They're definitely more diminished than they were when Skepta was taken off 2015, 16. Stormzy, mm -hmm. you know, in the last the years behind that and way before that, you know, you get, um, well, like Dizzy Rascal gigs, like that whole landscape, Central C seems primed for right now. Yeah, and I think, one of the main reasons for him, you know, making this crossover right now is TikTok and the internet. These little clips and, you know, these little parts of these songs, like, <laughs> we're joking about the clips. But clip agenda. The clip agenda. But, you know, man, like, that was a very quotable, you know, bar right there. And it just went crazy on TikTok. And I feel like if these other artists, you know, they were living in the TikTok era, they definitely could have, you know, crossed over. Because, you know, you look at Skepta. Skepta was on the Drake album. He had his own song on there. You know, mm. and also I think a real key point for him crossing over to was the lyrical lemonade video. Absence made a love grow fonder. UK rapper, UK droga. I mention my name if you talk about the genre. All right. How, how, how can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. 
He brought mm. that, not just the TikTok that's going crazy in America. He went to Cole Bennett, like, yo, you're shooting this video and you're, we're bringing this to America. That was really smart. Feels like he plays in all the right things that are American without trying to be necessarily an American artist and lose the things that make him, make him unique. And the sample is Eve, Let Me Blow Your Mind, right? Yeah, like, true. so it's a familiar, like, American hit from, like, back when he was probably a kid. So, yeah. like, there's just all these other, ref these references packaged, like, to, I don't know how strategic it was in terms of, like, bringing through the, in the U.S. specifically, but I think that's what made it, like, more palatable for us. Mm. Yeah, I mean, again, like, for me, I always look at the common denominators, right? Like, the reason why Central Seas, like, it's important and you can tell that it's working is because, again... I wish more rappers and artists will look at these, the idea of fundamentals, right? Mm -hmm. Central C has checked off all the fundamentals. It might seem normal, but if you look at it from a fundamental perspective of hip hop, for example, his first bars in his verse, a quotable, mm. yeah. hit you. That's a fundamental, mm -hmm. right? I can actually rap. Hip hop is based on samples, mm. right? Like, he has the package. Like, he looks like he looks like he's outside. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's building his relationships. Like, you got to understand, like, yeah. he's checking off every single fundamental. So, mm. this is why it works. And he's good. So, I want to look at some other names on this list to see if they... So, we got artists like Babyface Ray, which I feel like already had, like, a year under his belt. But we still have him here on the um, most necessary list. Why does Babyface Ray kind of fall in between? when we're looking at something like that, someone who had a great year behind him, but we, is it that he has so much uh, potential and landscape ahead of him? I think so. I think um, he just hasn't broken through just yet, right? I, I don't think we've been familiar with him or we've been listening to him a little longer than some of the other guys on the list, but yeah. they're, they're still like at a similar level. I mean, I, I personally like Babyface Ray too. Mm -hmm. I, think that, I think that he's dope. Um, only thing that I, I will want to see is... He kind of needs to just start being a little bit more industry. Because that's important. When you right? say that, what is that? Association, right? Like, for rap, association is very important. And I, and I feel like, I feel like Babyface Ray, for me, I always see him stand by himself. Like, mm. I don't see him stand with, with others that are, that are his peers. So it kind of, it kind of, because that helps contextualize, oh, is he a star? He's, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, for, like for example, yeah. like, that was really important for French Montana, right? Like, like, but based on who he's standing around, allowed you to see him in a certain context. Because in the early days, he's with, uh, you know, he's with Max, he's with Chinks, he's yeah. with, like, uh, what is it, Cause 2Gs, like, yeah. Stack, all those guys. And then you watch his elevation. Yeah. You know, when Puff threw his arm around him, he did that thing. And then when he found his own lane, even down to the point of, like, um, when he does a song with Kodak, Kodak's in his early years, and he's in his later years, you can see where he is, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I never thought about it that way, but that's, like, really important. Wait, so what, what is it beyond collaboration, though, right? Because, like, he, he's collaborated with several people. Like, the, the last standout that I want to say from his project that just came out was with Dirk. So, like, what do you need beyond making a song with people? So, a, a song doesn't matter as much anymore, right? A song only matters for playlists and, and the DSPs, right? Like, to just obviously tap into the person's fan base. I think people need context, right? It's just like, well, who is this person? And... Mm. what world do they exist in yeah. to allow me to see a certain thing so like for example like like Glorilla and Cardi B have a song but it seems like they hang out together right it genuinely and seems like it's a, it's a thing. content and clip like yeah. are y'all really clicking like that tomorrow you know, two video yeah. looks like they've been friends friends for forever yeah. fake bitch that's why my friend fucked on your nigga uh -huh. both you bitches pussy I think y'all should scissor uh -huh. she brought a chain up but the same one even bigger and the Tomorrow 2 video did so much context for obviously like what's going on in that corner of rap, who's cool with who, mm -hmm. where they're at status-wise, what that means for Cardi, what that means for her. Um, Glorilla's, what, the pathway from F and F to that. Like it, yeah. We, we need to That's spend real. more time on, on Glorilla. Like you said something about part of the problem is like the artists are like regurgitating, right? I think Glow's an exception to that, yeah. right? Like if you look at the women in hip hop movement from the last few years, right? We've seen one archetype grow, right? And become like the norm, the standard. Sex sells, like it's like, respectfully, it's, it's Meg, it's, it's, it's all those women, right? But Glow ain't that. Some of the subject matter is similar, right? She mm -hmm. talks about dudes, like there's like the role reversal, flipping the table on men, like, okay, what are you doing for me? All that, but it feels complete, completely different. It's not just the subject matter. It's like the yeah. way she looks as well. It's, it's just, not like, it's It's funny. I remember seeing that uh, co-sign she got um, from Gangsta Boo who just recently passed, but it was like, it feels closer to that vein. Not as dark as her music, but like, 
the idea that she got that cosign out of all the cosigns, that that was one that was sitting, you know, in the DMs and that storytelling, you said again, context for who she is. But I think when you see her music, to me, there's like an intensity to it. And like you said, like an intention, like, and not like she does the best interviews and says, I want to be the best rapper. There's just something about it that feels like, you said the Yogati machine, like I am, I'm in the car, I'm driving and we're hitting all the stops. And we're not trying to also skip stages either. Right. Yeah. I feel like that sometimes happens. And I, it's maybe, um, might be like a little bit of like the old industry that's in me where I'm like, oh, I feel like they skip steps or they're going too fast. And it's not to be a hater, but it's to like, some of those steps are really important. Like Very context, important. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I think she was speaking to like, you know, a completely there. different type of girl now. She, she, She's embodying what, you know, the other side of the BBLs and this and that, you know, the club girl, like, you know. <laughs> no, 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 that's real. But that's the truth, mm. though. Like, they now have representation. You know right. what I mean? They mm. have someone they can champion, you know? I, I was going to say, it's, it, it's, it's every man rapping away, but in, in, in a different package, right? Yeah. Like, like, you saw the FNF video, it was like, they all know a girl that looks like Yeah. That. Again, it gets down to, when you talk about Glorilla. Basics. Basics, fundamentals. Mm. Again, when you listen to FNF, the, the production... The first words, I'm F-R, like, it lets you know off top, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. like, all right, cool. You got my attention. attention yep. The beat's there. It's well-produced vocally. You can, you can, let's go, like, all the chants. music all those video things. is like, accurate, like, authentic. It's, it's fundamentals. And, like, I feel like she made it seem so effortless that, like, if you're looking from a surface, you don't understand why it got so big, but it's pretty obvious. But yeah. I feel like we all knew, like, first play on that, but, I was like, this is sick. Yeah. This is it. I remember playing it for other people, and they're like, oh, I don't like the chair. I'm like, I promise you. This, shit gonna this be is huge, it, bro. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that stuck out in 2022 in terms of like emerging artists, there this, this started being a conversation about there's no new stars, right? Like there was billboard articles and all yeah. that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because what's happening is that it's just happening more steadily. It's not overnight success anymore, right? Think about... What if, do you mean? So if we were to be on this podcast between 2015 and 2020... I think we all would have had sure bets, or we all would have we, we we all would have been able to name someone that came out the previous year that seemingly went from zero to sixty. Someone yeah. that's relatively unknown and then blows up. Juice World, mm -hmm. Jack Harlow to a certain extent, right? Whoever, like you, 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 they, they, they're always around, right? They, they, they always have like put the groundwork, but the the introduction feels it's expedited, and you can start to see how they're like, oh, this, they're about to have a moment, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So everything's and, um, leading up to it. Yeah. And it's so funny, right? And like the, the trick with that is like, so so these guys come out and they have a certain level of commercial success that kind of rivals stars for that moment. And the trick is, the challenge is for them to do it again. When they can't pull it off, we say, oh, it happened too fast, right? Mm. The funny thing is like, look at the last three years, right? Who are some of the breakthrough artists? Like, okay, Baby Keem. Mm -hmm. Not a star quite yet. Still on his way. Um, most of the artists on this list. Now we're having a conversation about, oh, we're not making stars anymore. Well, maybe it's just happening differently. Maybe like the the path to stardom now because of the landscape takes longer than it did years mm, ago. Not faster. It's not faster. It's slower. It's, I mean, it's but, proven but, right but now that a, it is slower. But, that, but again, I, f I feel... See, I, I agree and disagree because I definitely agree, but I disagree in certain parts. I do believe that stars are being created from a global perspective, right? Like, I think globally, they're getting it. They're going a lot faster. Like, for example, we take artists um, out of Nigeria, Shake, that man is a star, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you go to Nigeria, he's God right now, right? Like, he's a star. In the UK, London, he's a star there, right? Um, but when you take... When you, when you, Think about it again, it comes down to the fundamentals. The reason why, the definitive thing that makes you a star, in my opinion, or I think so, is a song. They're not making songs that are going to cross them over and make them mm. who they're supposed to be. I feel like, okay, cool, we like their vibe, we like their mixtape, mm -hmm. we like the album, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's some, it's some hints of greatness in there, but when you talk about stars, when you talk about songs that just, like when 50 Cent put out um, in the club, yeah, 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 smash, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. Like you just need those songs, and the songs have to be produced and made. So, so I, I, I think that's a huge component. And, and well, I, we, have, we have artists on this list who have those songs, though. Like we have Glow Really, we have Ice Spice, both with like massive songs that were like definitive of 2022 in many ways, and they they hit a lot of the they hit a lot of the fundamentals. 
and they're look like they're ready. They're ready to go. Yo, you know what's interesting? Because you, you name people who aren't American, right? And if we isolate Central C, he's not American. No, but he's probably a star already in London. Oh, mm-hmm. he's so, right. Uh, he's so what you're star. saying? So what you're saying is happening? It just doesn't seem to be happening domestically right now mm. because we're making the worst music. Whoa, <laughs> Justice is back. <laughs> no, we are. The United States is making the worst music. I, I wouldn't say. Mm. I wouldn't say we're making the worst. No, music. we're making the worst music. Our production is lack is lackluster. Wow. Our videos are awful, and also our inspiration is regurgitated. Like you gotta understand, like that as part I agree like, with. as fans, right? Like people are so confused why Bad Bunny's as big as he is. I know that's not rap, but like you gotta understand because he's melting everything. He's he he understands the the so American culture, cultures, right? Yeah, and it's like it's that's what's gonna be exciting. Mm. So like. I think that if our artists want a chance of being stars again, we have to expand our palette and pull our inspiration from just outside the States. Last episode, you said rap is done. You just said if our artists want a chance to be stars again. Is it that dire? Because I think it's just like a moment in time and we're just waiting for the one person to do it again. Because I agree with the music. I think the music hasn't been as strong. I think, again, if we go back to that window I could point to, like 2015 to 2020, you Roddy Rich, like whoever, like you had you had the song going right. back to your argument. Yeah. You had the clear song and smashed and made everyone turn and say, "Oh, who's that? Who's I that? get yeah. it, yeah." But I, I see where it's going. But I feel like you know what the artists aren't doing. And I've been talking about this like for the last week or so with um, a whole bunch of other people, and it's just like it's really being intentional. I don't think a lot of these artists are being intentional right now, right? Where they're intentionally trying to make hits. You know what I mean? Like, like they're do you think they're like is it, it like they're like being reactionary, like chasing well, data or like, trends? Or? I feel like there's a lack of blueprint to be a star, right? The information on how to be a star isn't really, you know... I think there's being, so much blueprint to be a star and people are like, don't know where to, you I know? feel I feel like these newer artists, like there's a lack of blueprint really, you know, given to them because like, you know, artists do an interview, right? And they're kind of like vaguely casual about giving out the sauce or what it actually takes to get to that point. Unless you like study these artists, right? Like a Travis, a Kanye and this and that, like, you know, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye and then they were like, yo, we're going to make the best album ever. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they're intentionally trying because to do it, that. Because it comes with care. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, for example, like as much as I love a lot of our new artists that we're speaking about, I think that there are very few artists that care, right? So like, for example, like like when you said Glorilla, I can tell she cares. Yeah, yeah. She's going to figure it out, right? And that's why I like her, mm. right? It's very few artists that are putting together and actually wanting to care about the music and wanting to be a star. People just care about money. Mm. And that's what's diluting the art. She cares and she's surrounded by the right people. Right. Signing a Gotti, great move. Like, executive that's proven to be, like, uh, like one of the best moguls we have right. in the last few years. So mm-hmm. I think that matters as well, right? Like, a lot of times we see people with potential and it, it starts sounding like they fumbled, stumbled onto something and right. they can't recreate it because they don't have the creative partners or, like, yeah. the executives to help them and guide them. It's the blueprint. It's the real—that's their— but there's too much There's too much information out there. If it's you care, that's the if you, care you, go so find, much, like, you go find the information. That's true, care. but there's so much information, but there's like real sauce. You know what I mean? How mm. you make an album. Like, you know, you think of like the... That's con- not true. Because again, we, we Jack should... Harlow is fairly a new artist, right? We, we will say. Yeah. Relatively. Yeah. yeah. He's a young guy. He cares. You can tell he, he's gone to study the blueprint. This is so interesting because th- this conversation is now connecting to the first episode, right? Because mm-hmm. we were trying to like crown the next big three and right. part of what we landed at is like yo none of them care enough well, to be this part episode of the was an attempt at being optimistic <laughs> about the future <laughs> but i mean but even still you guys are, you guys are pointing to some of the right it's like an attempt like we're like yo is it is, is rap still alive uh, it is it is it, it is, is. Record. but but i mean even just looking at this you guys are even talking about having like albums several artists on this list don't have albums right like it's like they have a string out of songs and singles that are working in the market that have made mm-hmm. them like selectable and given people, people have drawn attention to them, but maybe they're not even at the album format. And I wonder sometimes even when you talk about this blueprint of like how much of that like poisons their, their aspirations and directions and how much of that is relevant to a marketplace that's changing week to week to week. Um, so for here, I'm just, we gave the list. I feel like we kind of talked about the ones that are really standing out to us, which is Babyface Ray, Central C, Glorilla, everyone who had a lot of lifting last year. Was there someone to, else? To Babyface Ray, I feel like all he's personally missing is a song. He just needs a big record. Yeah. Mm. And as soon as, once he gets that and that happens for him, 
You know what I mean? It, it's, it's it's about to get crazy for him, for real, for real. What is this? What is this lineup of artists that are just right here say about where we're at in music right now? Right, because like we're not all looking at like this is not a list of artists who've necessarily dropped classic mixtapes. It's not a list of artists who are like necessarily. I don't know if they have al big albums on the way. It's kind of like a list of like you said, like big songs, likable personalities, great social media presence, authentic in the presence that we see them. But they're not coming through the same feeder system before. It's not like this is Jay's signee and we're about to roll out Kanye, right? This is not like, yo, Travis Scott's been bubbling on the production and he's about to come out as an artist. So what does this say about where I, we're at? I think it's a snapshot of what we're, where we're heading, right? And we're not heading in one direction. We're, we're heading in several directions, right? So you have Central C, right? So mm -hmm. it, it tells you about the globalization of hip hop and how like we've reached a point where now stars from outside of North America will be able to cross over here, right? Um, I think female rap movement, right? Obviously, Ice Spice, Glorilla, mm -hmm. we're seeing different female rap archetypes, right? So, like, the movement is expanding it's to a gaining point. Gaining diversity within it. Yes, yeah. right? Um, where, like, we'll be able to have, hopefully, stars that embody something different. Like, there, there'll be more diversity moving forward, right? Yeah. Um, the street shit has been on the up and up for a while. Like, if you look back at 2020, Money Back, Yo, Pooh Shiesty, Dirk, like, the sh baby. Like, the, the, the that, that was, like... The real was back. Like that was like street hip hop making a return to like times a thousand. commercial. Yeah. They, they, that feels like five years ago, right? Yeah. But but finesse embodies that. And then I'm I'm missing somebody too rare. Jersey Club. Mm. Right? Like it's one of the Crazy. new sounds emerging, right? So I'm like, from Jersey. So to see that at the forefront, I used to go to DJ Bro, Little Man parties, I can't, DJ Walla, getting, you know, getting busy in there. I can't believe it happened. And it happened, of course. So like I'm washed now. Like it like I can't believe <laughs> we would have really had some fun, man. It if it been, happened when we were kids. I'd have been a different man. But like, you know, like <laughs> it's it's but even so, it's like th this, like you're saying, rap is splintered off into all these different directions that I think also confuses um the person who's looking at rap from 30,000 feet up, right? Because sometimes people are like, is rap dying? Where's it going? Where's you know, when it's like Jinx. it's all those things, it, it, but it's you know, it only confuses us. Because we're used to a certain thing. As a fan of the culture, like we all grew up on a monopoly of the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something that we, that we look to. It's, it's one of the way we gauge how big someone is, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. okay, you have every single person in the culture looking at one direction. I love that. Yeah. I, we 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 like we, we talked about Kanye. We talked about Drake. Like like some of the most memorable moments in the culture were us all looking in the same direction. Even like. <laughs> this is gonna be funny. I was talking to Macklemore yesterday, right? And we were having How's that same. How's he doing? He's doing great. I bet. I bet. <laughs> and, and um, and we were having that same conversation. And and I was like, yo, remember 2012 between Teflon Don and um, was it God forgives I don't? Ross is elevating, and it looks like he's about to become a bigger star. Mm -hmm. He pauses the album and drops Rich Forever. We're all looking in the same direction. Yeah. We all know it's happening. He is monopolizing the conversation. It's not happening anymore. We all in separate corners having different conversations. So, yeah, I, my emotional bias tells me like, yes, it's a problem because we all look at this shit from a thirty thousand foot view. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a problem for the kids. They're here with Too Rare. They're here with Glorilla, Ice Spice, Finesse, Central C. Some of them a mix of all of them. So is that that's just the niches now are becoming so much more powerful? How does that affect you all as A&Rs, right? Where you're looking at it and it's like you're not measuring that one big rap race. I mean, a world that's not only like different um, generationally, different scenes, what success looks like, but also like you said, globally, right? Yeah. And it still has roots or ties to hip hop. For me, it doesn't affect how I view things because I feel like that's how I always saw the world 10 years ago till now, right? Like I always believed that a niche, if you do it really well, the niche will get so loud to, to now it becomes a mainstream conversation. Because mm -hmm. I remember I remember being a part of, you know, the weekend niche. And mm -hmm. I was telling people that he was going to be the biggest thing possible. And like, no way. But we saw it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, same thing with Tyler, right? Yeah. Same thing with ASAP. Uh, ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Rocky. Like, the, the whole, like, that's kind of what it is, right? Like, it's just... It's just you, you, you're, you're going to get that bed of fans that are going to ride with you forever. And you're going to have that mainstream moment if you do it right. Is there a niche or something, a theme or an idea represented in the people that we named here or someone that we didn't that you, you're like, yo, 
I see that or I feel that and I I think it's going to be important. We don't even say big. Like, you know, we just brought up, you know, it's like the Jersey Club thing. I'd love to believe this is super sustainable. I don't know because I've never seen it and I'm I'm not really, I don't have that lens on music yet, you know? I, I, I think it is just because there's now hits being produced. Like, Sticky was, like, probably the, outside of Jimmy Crooks, like, the mm-hmm. song that stood out the most. Yeah. This I Just Wanna Rock Uzi shit is, like... Definitely up there. Crossing over into sports. Like, you yeah. saw, like, the Sixers, yeah. like, doing, yeah. like... You need too rare. You need like the people who do it authentically to keep doing it. Yeah. And and I know people hate when like the the, the stars co-opt the movement, but that's what helps it scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. so if more of these rappers start using the sound and have and produce hits, I hope so. Then it's gonna keep scaling. Drake will be back soon. You might have another one. I don't know. Yeah. He's probably got a couple, but like that to me feels like one where I'd love to predict that it's gonna. It might be something that emerges out of this moment that we're in of these new artists because like new artists two years ago weren't carrying that sound, yeah. right? That's on. That's in this lineup. So is there something else that you guys are seeing that you feel like, you know what? I think this theme, idea, subgenre, region, it's going to get some staying power by To it. me that I'm watching and I'm personally seeing is definitely, and he's on the list, Destroy Lonely in the Cardi universe. Mm. I watched Destroy Lonely uh, last month sell out the Palladium, a 4,000 venue cat place. Like, And, you know, he had no stylus, but I also believe, like, even with him not having no stylus, I think he could have still done it. Yeah, I just get too fly, like, what more can I say? Yeah, she doing tricks in the deep, that whole served so late. Yeah, I'm in Milan, try to eat squeeze, and my bitch serving fresh. I wake up, no stylus. I think that world is, like, right now, I don't know a lot of people talking about it, but I really feel like Cardi is definitely turning in gonna turn into one of the biggest execs in music because that world and that niche is so big because even even look at like a suicide boys right mm. the tour they just went on this summer is insane like absolutely insane and it's like they're really? oh my god it was, it was why, like, why do you feel like people are maybe um, I do more clips Yo, the clip agenda. I was gonna say, yeah, exactly. Like, why? You know, that's the name of the episode. Like, clip, the clip agenda. agenda. Why do you? Yeah, is it the clips? Like, why do you feel like more people maybe aren't um, as in tune with it the way like everyone here's Jersey Club and like, yeah, that's happening. Is it because I feel like certain things get brought to the forefront of the culture. It's easy for certain things to get like at, sit at the forefront, right? Where mm-hmm. it's just like the whole like Cardi world and everything. Like, you know, they're showing up to the shows in all black. Like it's it's slowly you know, some, turning into some Adam's family. Yeah, shit. like yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> some Wednesday shit. Yeah, they're showing up to the shows in all black. You know, you you can kind of recognize like, oh, you listen to Opium, you listen to this. Like, you know, it's 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 growing in this it's growing in this crazy way where it's like Cardi now. Like, I feel like he signs a new artist, right? Random new artist, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if another random artist is doing a Palladium too. Like, his newest artist is, like, is, the power he has over that niche right now is crazy. Isn't one of the characteristics of that movement, like, the niche fandom, like, how, like, you'll have, it's a smaller pool of people, but they're just repeating your music. Like, they're just, like, streaming your shit over and over and over and over, like, yeet, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, like, I remember looking at the data and it's like, wait, there's actually less people listening to this, but that's all they listen to. Mm. So... I, I just wonder how, how much growth there is there, and, right? Because it's so specific. Right. And what new ground can they break that maybe other people on this list can't? Mm. Or not even other people on this list can't. I want to just talk about list, but like we haven't seen really take place within like the idea of rap. Mm, I feel like the new ground that they can... Well, we're talking about Yeet. I mean, Yeet did a billion streams. He's out streaming a lot of yeah, but people like, that, but, like, but like Carl was saying it's small, like it's 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 a small it's a concentrated pool. yeah so it's not scaling it's valuable very it's valuable pow- it's powerful nothing wrong with that yeah. the way. it's powerful but it's it's a it's a smaller pool of people generating the streams that you know a larger pool of people well that goes to crossover back to the you know the Uzi and the two rares and like these big artists maybe you know shedding light on that and making it bigger you know, my, him my, doing a song. Well, with- no, because again, Uzi still comes out with EXO Tour Life and changes the dynamic of Little Uzi Vert. Like, maybe like he needs a Cardi big- still had um, Magnolia. Magnolia woke up like this. Like, he still had those records. So, like, it allows him to, you know what I'm saying, to, to inch over. Like, and I, I'm not saying that they're not going to have it, but you, the, I, the, they need the record. The reason I think you're both right there is that I feel like this, I don't even know what genre to call it, but this corner of music is, is it part rage? of a, is, What is it? 
I mean, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That no, was great the way you said. Sorry, sorry. Is it like can we coin it? Can we coin it? I think they're past rage at this point. I love the way Carl said it because it said it like a guy who found out how to drugs and put a name to it. You guys do rage. Rage was a part of it. Like it was like a subgenre in it, but like I don't even know what the is underground. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely been called underground a lot. Yeah, it's like the new SoundCloud, right? A lot of people. Yeah, are just that. it's just underground. Where, I, I, where are they finding it? Where are they finding it? Like you guys are talking about like it's drugs. This shit is crazy. Because <laughs> it is. <laughs> where are they finding this? They I mean, shit is just popping up. It's all communal. Like you know, a lot of these guys are, you know, they're shedding light to who they think is dope. Like that's coming up. They're these artists where are finding each out? other. Where are these niggas hanging out? <laughs> shit, Nicole. I want to go hang with them. Hanging upside down. Nah, these new um, artists, they're not really hanging out with each other like that. They actually be in the studios like that. Like Ken, Lonely, and mm-hmm. the Yeats. I'll talk about the fans. Like where oh, the fans? Those type of fans. Like where do they hang out? I don't know. I'm too little, too old for that. I don't know. Night- <laughs> <laughs> hang out at nighttime? I don't know. But I feel like this, calling it Rage, it feels crazy to say it. But like this it's, scene. It's really underground music. It's not Rage. But, but, it's, but it was like a, Rage was just like a little time period. But it's a descendant of, because like Carl. What Cardi was doing when he did Magnolia was the other thing at one point. And then before that, right, it's like, I don't want to draw lines to get Cuddy, but it's like that same side side mission. It's like it's a side mission of rap that constantly keeps iterating. Mm-hmm. And I think their role in rap is to iterate until someone finds something marketable. They sort of take an eyedropper, take it from there, and put it in the mainstream. And Cuddy's done that. Uzi's done that. Cardi's done that. Like, there's a whole group of artists that are like, we're going to go over here and do some other shit and then people are able to take that and be like let me make it mainstream or they find the mainstream in that like Uzi's constantly done several times how is it underground when you do a billion streams well that's another thing that or can you do a billion streams and still not be embraced by the mainstream well Yeet to to me is a mainstream artist now he did a billion streams Mm. with not a mainstream artist a billion streams again with Less people listening to him, right? Like, does the... I don't know that the average rap fan knows who Yeet is. Uh, bro, Yeet did I think, a million... I, nah. I, think, I think to be mainstream, you need more than your demographic. I think the kids yeah, if know. I, if mm. I, if so, I, is the definition of mainstream has changed or has always been the same? If I go to Atlanta right now, if I go to Compound right now, mm-hmm. and I, actually, let's not use Compound, if I go to Lore right now... R.I.P. Compound. You know what I'm saying? Like... A lot of people are not going to know who Yeet is. And I'm not using that as the marker, right? Because mm-hmm. music exists in so many different places, right? Um, but I think that the, 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 defini- the definition to be mainstream, I feel like you have to at least have some sort of name recognition in other circles. You, you don't but, have to be ubiquitous, but you have but, to be widely known. So do you need to just do a feature or something and have a big record with a mainstream artist? It doesn't even have to be a song. It could be a tabloid. Well, Drake posted Yeet on his story in the middle of his rollout for his album. Let's go back to Cardi. Perfect example. Because whoever's not part of the Cardi fandom still knows Magnolia. Sure. Woke up like this. Uh, fucking maybe um, was it Sky? What's, what's, what's the single from the last? Yeah, album? yeah, yeah. But wait, wait, I'm missing the second. Um, what you guys the, are, the second. What you're saying the same. You guys are saying he had that big song that made himself ma- like mainstream enough that dated Iggy Azalea. You need to have casual fans, right? That is true. That is. Yeah, that's no, a blueprint. It's, it's part of it. No, it's all part of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like you have to find what your entry point is, right? And like bad, your entry point mm. doesn't always have to be music. Like Yeet doing a billion streams is fucking impressive. Like I don't know that many people. Shout that, Zach. That, 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 Zach. Can, Zach. that can do it's that. Crazy. Right? Shout out you. And and I love that. But when you when you start to classify them as mainstream, I don't know if we go there yet. And also, I don't think you want. I don't think his fans want him to be classified as mainstream. They want to keep mainstream him. numbers. They want to keep him where he is. He got mainstream numbers, but he's not mainstream, mainstream numbers, but he's yeah. not a mainstream artist. So I kind of want to go around the horn here real quick. And there's some names that we haven't really mentioned, um, but I want to kind of get you guys like your feelings on them and where you you. Not if you think they're gonna have a good year or not, but if you could put some chips on them of having a good year so we're not gonna say if they aren't but if you see them having some mileage so i want to go with lola brooke who's mm. been like yo a lot mm. of what we're talking about Give me peso. Extendo. I carry bitches like I'm energy around lola is is really important and also just like i think new york is yeah new york is gonna push her to over like, mm-hmm. the, you know my issue with the new york bias New York is gonna push you New episode, Jinx. Uh, new, new episode, new episode. <laughs> but but it feels like also I think part of that the regionalism in is that people are trying to. New York has had some success in the last two years, and they're like, all right, 
let's not let's not lose it. And I don't think that's actually the the key to winning over a region. I think it's like having the best. But Lola feels like it's like the streets are pushing her. She's got energy. I think want to say she's like in a series of interviews right now. Like she's checking them boxes. Like you know, she's doing everything she's supposed you, to be doing. Yeah, yo, you know what's wild? Like we picked this list ahead of time, right before mm-hmm. the break, and where she's gone since. Yeah, if we picked it today, she would have been on it. What What were some of? <laughs> but like, what would be some of the reasons that would have? If you picked it today, what would be some of the characteristics of why she could make the list? It, it's everything you just listed. It's mm-hmm. just like the the presence is widening, widening, right? <laughs> this is gonna sound corny at this point, but she's clipping like you think, yeah. she's popping up on the gram or TikTok like yeah. she's clipping. Um, shout out to Sab, <laughs> like he sent me. I forgot whose show she performed that and came out like future. Yeah, the, the reaction was crazy. So yeah. it's just like it. it in context, right? Context. So important. So important for, for, for us to know that Future likes her. Yeah. yeah. She's been around for a while. Mm. We've known Lola Brooke for a couple of years. Oh, I, really, I didn't know, yeah. I, I, didn't know. I, I really kind of zoomed in and was like, oh, okay. Like, it, it's been several, not attempts, but like times around the circle to make it hit. And for whatever reason, I think it's part of the, what's happening in New York. But it's like, cool. Now it's your moment. It's clicking, right? Yeah. Like, you, you, and you're seeing it with more and more regularity. And it's, it's like, it's, it's Joe Budden. His future is like, there's different, like, um, bringing it back to what Justice said. Like, she's standing next to different people now who are now like acknowledging like the growth and like the buzz. So I think it's, it's, it's a combination of all the things you said. Mm. What about uh, we got also on this list, uh, Sofago, Mike Dimes, Rob Forty Nine, Red Veil. Wow, like, like, um, he got quiet, huh? He got quiet. Fago? No, Dimes. 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 Yeah. I felt like it did get quiet for dimes. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I felt like it was definitely quiet for dimes. But Fago wise, not in a bad way. It's just, no just no clipping. Output. No output. Yeah, <laughs> we no need output. more clips. Yo, he need more <laughs> no, he clips. Didn't drop, he didn't drop that much music last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fago Clip. dropped his <laughs> album. Clip, I thought the album was cool, but I feel like the overall like opinion on the album was that you know it wasn't that good. But I think the only thing he probably didn't do right was just way too long. I think he had the most craziest momentum like just the eyes on him like what are you gonna do and then it just time went by and by and by then it was just like he came lonely came ken came you know what i mean everyone came and yeah i'm gonna be the shameless self-promoter here and 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 i will take your word for everything you just said but i i still think he won in the sense that he's now being consumed by like new listeners right Mm. and the reason why i say that is because knock knock was on rap caviar like a couple years ago did okay this Hell Yeah record is like, it's just gone. So now you have a more mainstream audience. He's not mainstream, but there's a mainstream audience Throwing literally listening to him. His okay. song is doing phenomenal rap caviar. So yeah, maybe from a uh, maybe from a body of work perspective, like it wasn't what his fans expected, mm-hmm. but there's still a win in that he's gaining new listeners. Mm. So his audience is building. And I really like that song with him and Ken too. I feel like in in like the underground space, like, there's always somebody new. Like, it's like every three or month, it's like, yo, somebody else just popped up. And it's just like, the kid's attention is just like, yo, once you have it, you really have to do something with it. Or there, you know, it's like clips or just the the constant, <laughs> the clips or the constant hate that constantly go like, ah, oh, he fell off his ass. Like, damn, man, I can't take some time to put this together. Like, that's sort of like a governing rule of, especially this newer generation of like, yo, once you, like, there is no more like, yo, I got, I got two features. I might do something and go quiet, which is like a really old school way. Like we used to be, like you said, we used to be able to call it. And they'd almost wait till we called it, then start then start the artist engines. Do you feel like now, whether you're a new artist that has a team, doesn't have a team, has a cosign, doesn't have a cosign, when you get that attention, do you have to just like you have to? Ah, uh, I don't think you do. I think I I think I think I almost feel like you waited to hear what he said. <laughs> were... I think you have to. I think that everything is so microwavable now where it's just, just like, like Bro, you're here today and gone tomorrow. Look at Lola Brooke. Look at everything she's doing. She's constantly moving. She's constantly working towards you know being a big star like she's doing this that that i seen her at soundcloud early on the clips <laughs> yeah earlier like you know like she's moving in a direction once you have people's attention you have to do something with it i you agree know what i mean like you you have to maybe I, that's a better I, than I what I was, the way i explained it yeah. i agree i think once you have people's attention you have to do it better you have to do something with it now what you have to do with it i don't think is as obvious as we make it seem right so like for so, so for example it's like i'm only saying that to say like I don't have to clip you t- to death if I have your attention, mm. right? Like one artist that was really good at using using how 
how they garnered attention was XX, right? Like, well, he wasn't clipping us to death. He wasn't overusing Instagram. He'll use his fan pages, right? He'll get he'll get out a message, right? He'll, like, you know, go in the street and, and have a million people out there ha- have that go out, right? Like, is you can find different ways to stay active um, with a little bit of mystery because I think mystery is still important, mm, right? Facts. And facts. Cardi's really good at that, right? Like, yeah. like Cardi's really good at finding a way he'll just tweet plus, plus, negative, negative. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, y'all don't know what this means. Yeah. Stop trying to convince me like you are his fan so you know what it means. Y'all don't know what it means. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're just excited. And that's important. And that helps. But I don't think you have to use it how everybody uses it. <laughs> that's true. I feel like it's... <laughs> That that definitely uh, underscore mine exclamation mark exclamation mark exclamation mark. Like, bro, just pressing shift and alt and then typing like it's the Cardi keyboard. Knees. Yeah. Cardi, Cardi knees is crazy. Cardi knees. So with you saying that, and what in what ways are some of these artists changing the blueprint that we knew to exist five years ago, three years ago? You know, like what things are they doing? Obviously, TikTok is a relatively new advent, <laughs> but like to say that TikTok is like because also to a lot of these artists. Like they're making the hits are make coming off of TikTok, but you know they're not intentionally trying to make a hit. TikTok is just choosing hit songs now. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's just like, hey, we like this little part here. Now here's your career, and these artists are sitting there like, oh fuck, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not even prepared for that moment. So it's like I feel like a lot of these artists really need to just be, like I said, be a lot more prepared for when that happens. You know what I mean? Because once that TikTok train moves. You got to show up. Is that part of the blueprint now? And also, is it something that like artists almost not need to fight against, but like the TikTok thing you could go with or you could be like, oh, this isn't really it. And I want to do something different. Like ha- like what what part of the blueprint is altered? Again, the misconception era? about TikTok and any other platform is you have to make it work for you, right? Like you don't have to get on TikTok and dance, right? TikTok for me just shows how to sync your music, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have to do a dance to it, right? It could literally... Be you expressing an emotion to a song, right? Like it could be, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it could be, it could be like a guitar. You know what I'm saying? TikTok. You know what I'm saying? There's different versions of TikTok. What part yeah. of TikTok do you want to be a part of, right? And it's the same thing with you know Spotify or you know all the other, other DSPs, the right? Like it's like it's all important. You just have to figure out how to make it work for you, mm. right? But yeah, I mean, because I feel like if if your world becomes TikTok, then you live and die by the song. Yeah. Well, what about a wider look? Like, what are some of the things you guys, that, when you're working with artists or you're hearing from artists, are like, this thing is new that we weren't doing three or four years ago. And it might not be like, do it this way, but like, we're considering it in a way that maybe wasn't happening four or five years ago, right? Like, before it might be like, go to this, do this media maneuver and this will help you. That might be gone now. But right. like, this thing is new. And if you were to talk to an artist who was around 10 years ago, they wouldn't even know what the fuck you're talking well, about. Well, it's not new, but I feel like it's going to be very important. It's not new. It just forgot about, which is like, just go outside. Like, <laughs> like I feel like when artists now mm. are going to go outside and do shows and create moments with people, mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to become the new feeling. Like when you were talking about like Rocky walking to A-Life, like mm-hmm. what's that new version going to be? I remember those, there was a point when it was like 16, 17, where it's like these artists walking to No Jumper when it was on... Um, Melrose, Melrose mm-hmm. right? Like that was like what that was. Mm-hmm. We forgot about it for a second, but like just go outside and find a moment to create a moment outside because that's the only way you're gonna cut through in this internet mm-hmm. because it's so fragmented. Shit, I'm curious. Someone who's not on this list, you feel like yo, they have a song, they're a relatively new artists, and it's like it has the potential to turn up outside, or you felt it turn up outside. Clubs ain't the same. That's part of it. Though also people aren't, they're not really doing the same thing in clubs as they used to either. So like, Well, it doesn't have to be clubs too. Like I'm just saying like just outside. In general. Just outside. Where, where, like, the, the, the record just has to go everywhere. Yeah. Like every, from, you know, a basketball game. Yeah. To, to me, parties, yeah. To, to me yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, standing behind your records, but I feel yeah. like that's the thing for a lot of these artists is what's going to be that thing that takes off in real life while many of them are blowing up in the clip agenda online. But it's like, where are you at and why? Well, you have to make your record blow up because Uzi, if Uzi would just put that out there, with no context, would have been confused. Mm. But we saw him dancing three months prior. Remember Why he, does this man keep just doing this, the foot stuff? Uzi, learned, Uzi decided, he, remember when he smoke. decided he wasn't going to rap and taught himself to dance for four that years? Was, that was Dior. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the clip of him performing it? And then having, I felt that outside. Now that I think about yeah. it. When we look at this list and we're talking about passed, like people marching and like that being like a protest song. Yeah. Like, just that crazy. was part of it. Yeah. That feels like when we look at this list of new artists, context, uh, uh, great record, you know what I mean? Like outside clip agenda before there was even like Yo, clips clip of where they were. 
Clip agenda is number one, bro. Bro, we are coining this whole new thing. Like, the clip agenda. The clip agenda. Like, he, he kind of had well, all those pieces. Um, mm-hmm. One thing we've talked about, are there sleeper picks that we haven't mentioned today? Are there people that you guys have your eyes on that you're like, hey, I'm interested in seeing where they're going. For me, it's um, it's Eam Triplin. Like, so... I like him. I, I started finding this moment where I was listening to him. I make my playlist and... You know, the playlist spins out and it's like, what's your recommended songs? And sometimes that lets me know my playlist is over because I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And But his shit would come on and after a while I started realizing like, oh, I knew the lyrics without even, I was like, who is this? And I started clicking and then I was like, all right, but I still hadn't gone to the spot of clicking the artist's name and seeing the rest of the catalog. But then the app just kept throwing me more of his shit and I, he kept, he sits in between so many kind of genres and scenes of music he's that he's able to get selected you know, whether I'm in like, I'm all right, not my deep hip hop bag, but I'm like, all right, yo, even after a Kendrick record, they're going to throw that shit on. You listen to Kodak record, they're going to throw that shit on. You listen to Cuddy record, they're going to throw that shit on. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, he's my sleeper pick of someone for 2023. I'm like, what I love about Eam and, and, you know, someone like you, I've seen so many different types of people posting Eam where it's like a uh, jinx, a sneaker dude, a stripper girl, or like uh, some <laughs> skater. Like seriously, on my like Instagram, I'm like, damn, em, em, em. or OGZ. Yeah. Um, he's he signed to RCA. He's with um, the homie Jake, um, manages him, same person as Snot. But I think what what's dope about Eam is that um, he's, it's like you know what you're getting with him. Like he makes his own beats, mm. so I feel like every single song, it's kind of like the it's like the same song in a sense to me. It's just like the claps and the snaps, like and the melodies he's choosing and his voice. And I'm like, okay, this is like a well packaged thing that you're there's, constantly giving us. There's, I never thought about that as being a benefit when you're a new artist because I think sometimes you can get a, a song that's so big, people are like, what are you gonna do next? That's different. But in this case, like you said, there is like a uh, similarity that's going on or conversation that's happening with this music to the point where now, as someone who's not even, when a song plays, I might not go look at it. I'll just hear it. i almost like, oh, that must, that's got to be him. And I'll look. And I'm like, yeah, it is him because it's the sound is there, right? It's just, you know, like, oh, that's Eam's song. Mm. That's Eam Triplett. It's very distinctive. Very distinctive. I was trying to find the words to describe him. I don't have and, him yet. And maybe Sleeper is not the right, but like, he's not mainstream, right? It's not, they're not billion streams yet. You know, he's not like, it's not at that tier. And he's not someone that I feel like a lot of people are trying to put me on, but I feel like it's the thing where the people that I know know are like, yo, yeah, we he's got him. I'm not. Okay. No, he, it's not a race, but he's on a trajectory right now where in three months he could be bigger than everybody on this list. Mm. Just the pace he's going at right now. Yeah. And there's an intention to him too. Like it actually made me like my, I realized my sign for me, if I really like am interested in you is like, I want to see if you have an interview out. And I want to see what your interview is. And like how you kind of like... I how do you, the interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be like that, you know? And I'm like... And it's like... That's half the time I'll hit you. And I'll be like... Because I'll be watching some shit. And I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's cleaning up. And... <laughs> but it'll be like... I want to see how you're politicking your own like career and what you want to do. And... Oh, yeah. I think even the move of putting him on tour with Lucky was extremely smart. Mm. Like, because Lucky is like one of the best cosigns you can have. And then being a new artist... Yeah. Like... And, you know, the type of people that listen to Lucky on the spectrum of people and how cool Lucky is looked at. Like, him going on that tour was like, that was a crazy chess move right there. Mm. Bring, bring it back full circle to before we even started the fucking show. I know context is important, 1,000%. How important is the early artist interview nowadays? Ooh. So, in absence of context where sometimes you might not even know people or have the, the connections yet, the... The interview used to be super important. Then it became less important. But now I think it's kind of what you're saying. It's like the outside thing. Like, how do people actually feel about you? And I think it's gaining value. But you also, you don't need like, the full interview. You just need the clips. And you got it. <laughs> well, think about it. <laughs> He's right. But think about He's it. Right. Your interview's got to be good enough to at least produce two, yeah. two good clips out of it. Yeah. yeah, it has to have some clickbait. Talking about 21 on the couch with DJ Vlad. It's a knife. Uh, what does the cross on your forehead signify? It's a knife. Yeah. Sins. Up. Up. Yeah. 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 But, you know what I mean? But the, the clips, bro. And <laughs> you need the clips. And the interview. You got to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Got to be interesting. Or, or, he, or if you're not interesting, then you got to like, at least like, I don't know. You got to like, interesting is not the exact same thing as intriguing because you might send a whole interview and not say shit. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what's his deal? And that sometimes that works. But the interview, I think, is growing. It's gaining importance where... Three years ago, two years ago. Regaining. Yeah, regaining. I would have said that, yo, I was, I mean, we have these talks. I'm like, 
well, what, what I feel where do, about where do I where do I go? Well, as someone that you know that I do interviews, I host our generation music. What I feel like with the new artists is, and you know, the Yeats, the Fagos, the Kens, and all those interviews that I did their first interviews. The thing about them is, I feel like a lot of new artists when they're signing labels, they do too many interviews. It's got to be a moment. Mm. Make a moment out of it. Like your first, and I remember like going back to the weekend, you talking about that moment with the weekend, mm -hmm. first time getting on camera, not being mysterious, no one's saying like be Playboy Cardi or something, but like I feel like you should know when you're supposed to do it. Yeah, you should interview. make a moment out of everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. Like right. it's got to be That's a moment. Every artist though, or only, you know, artists that like build a meaningful if you wanna, fan base. If you want to matter. If yeah. you want to matter. Yeah, if you want to matter. So you, you want to do a moment it. Out yeah, of but, but <laughs> yeah, if you, if you want to, if you want to uh, like live past the year, but I mean, to answer, <laughs> I, your, I agree. <laughs> to answer your question, like my sleeper picks aren't anybody from the States and I'm really just like doubling but, down on that. That's like, cool. But like, it's like, I don't know if they're going to be big. I just know they're making the best music. Like, I know Lil Sims is making great music. Big is such a hard thing for us to like, if we could do that, I, yeah. we'd all, I'd, all, I'd be doing what you're doing. You know, if we could all just manufacture, I think for you is who is interesting to you. And if like, you're tuned into and you, you're giving them your attention. Yeah. That's a better metric. I love Central C. Mm. Love Lil Sims. Mm. I love Black Sheriff. Mm. Um, Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's, it's all international. I'm not, mm. I'm bored. He Real was lying on that last podcast. <laughs> no, I'm really bored, bro. Doubling like, because I love you guys. I love music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I I really live it, and like, I'm bored. So I'm just I'm just waiting for the usual suspects. I'm just waiting for Tyler to come back around. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm waiting, waiting for Drake's next album, Kendrick. But, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like what all those Tylers and all those people do, they're very intentional. Yeah, they're extremely intentional with every single thing they do. Tyler's gonna trip out on a little chord. These little new dudes, they're not even doing that. You heard what I did with that chord right there. Like, <laughs> I'm curious for you, sir. When you had, we talked about the interview real quick. When you had the interview, that was good. <laughs> that was. I didn't need it. Um, when you have the uh, when you have the interview, do you feel like you can? Especially all y'all, right? Like, do you feel like you can tell? Yeet projects like confidence when you when you're Bro. around. Yes, man. I walked in the house, Twizzy hands shaked up. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> they didn't him in September hit their handshake. They did look at their turbans and they do all these different things. And he's just like super nonchalant with it and just like hitting his jewel. Like everything about it was just like uh I don't know, it just felt different. Cause I all right, like I remember Taliban's when Wayne was yep, wearing all that. Yep, I'm like, y'all yep. reminded me of that when I was in high school. That was cool as mm. fuck. You know what I mean? Y'all got the Taliban's going, like Oh yeah, Arab Money Day. Arab, you know what I mean? Oh, like wow. I was like, yo, yeah, y'all got it. This is gonna be dope. Are there trends that you feel like are emerging that we're looking to this next year? We talked a lot about sounds, regions, we talked about artists. Is there a trend you see happening? Two years ago, three years ago, someone would have been like, I think people are gonna start using TikTok, or I think dance music's gonna come back. Do you feel like there's a trend emerging in any of these artists are maybe bolstering that, contributing to it, or bringing a new trend on their back? And it can be from the music, dress code, the way they handle their business. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and doesn't it's a great question, right? It is a great, great question. question. Very great question, actually. I'm really trying to think. Um, we already talked about the sound. Yeah. Because, you know, the Jersey Club is, I think really what it is, it's like whatever these people got going on, like how do they get to the forefront of the culture? You know, like these niches, like it's crazy because, you know, you had someone like Virgil, right? Where Virgil did a lot for music, right? He would usher in and bring a lot of new artists and gave them the craziest. Looks. I had a moment yesterday. I was just watching clips of shit and I was like, damn, because you it's an interesting role to sit in. Right. Because it's, it's in between so many sectors and, and, and moments mm -hmm. and to be able to just be like, all right, I'm, I'm your playlist for today or I'm your co-signer for today or I'm your I'm going to put you clips. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put you in this. In this fashion show, whatever it is, I'm going to send you a, a t-shirt. Like, it's context. You just need the clip, bro. Visibility. It's not even creating trend, but it's allowing people to join other trends, right? Yeah. Um, when I look at it now, I think one of the trends that's, has to, that's emerging is a lot of, not hardcore hip-hop, because I don't even know what I'm saying when I say that, but like the hip-hop audience that used to push things away, I think they're starting to look around. Like you said, they're bored. And they're like, well, I got to embrace a more global music sound. I got to embrace a younger artist. I got to embrace a sound that isn't mine because it's drawn from hip hop and I got to stop deciding what is and isn't like mm -hmm. the all the, I think about um it's like obsessed with uh Cash Cobain and, oh. and too slizzy too sexy oh, oh man I, I was about to say I I think a trend that might might happen is again it gets back into characters mm. Mm. like artists just get into character character mode mm. right like like, like Busta Rhymes type shit 
Missy well, Elliott yeah, type I'm shit, yeah. or like something even more like like Prince, where he's like, Doja it's the character, character the whole way. Doja, Doja, I think she Doja, plays Doja, the character. She plays, she plays the character for show. Tyler she, plays. She goes in between whenever she wants. Tyler is Tyler. Tyler's. Yeah. <laughs> Trust but, me, oh. that is Tyler. But like, but but but. <laughs> well, Flower Boy is an extension. Flower Boy is different than Igor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But like, yes. oh, but like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Even, and even if your character sometimes is and just Tyler Balone. What did he call himself? Oh, uh, Baudelaire. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baudelaire. Yeah. Balone. Different, <laughs> yeah. different Balone. character. But it is. That would right. be dope to see come back because Cardi playing the biggest ca- Cardi character. Cardi is a character. He's, He's a vampire. vampire. He's a vampire. Right right once like once yeah, you like once yeah. you once you're into the character, it's like seeing a movie. Um, it's like if you go watch an action, it's like it's crazy. It's really hard to make action movies today. Like if you watch, there aren't a ton of them anymore because people just don't believe they're watching real shit happen on their phones every day. So they they can't make a Die Hard right or like you, those films are actually the films you see the least of at all the marketplace. The shit you do see the most is horror. Everyone because being scared is being scared, but it's hard to make someone believe in an action scene. But I say it to say, like, you're watching certain films like that come back because people are like, I'm bored. I want to be entertained. You got to have, you got to suspend your belief. I think that can happen in music in the same way because it's like, like, when I look at Dochi, character, and then when you see the real person, you're like, oh, shit, this is really you. But you're down to let them get on stage. You're down yeah. to suspend your belief mm-hmm. for it to work. You I like don't, that word, suspend your belief. You know, it's like, let them be there so you can enjoy it. And it's a little bit of escapism that I feel like it is escapism. people go into yeah. other things for. And I think you can have that in rap, mm. right? I oh. think, sorry, my bad. No, and I think that happens with the uh, the vamps. The I don't vamp? fucking know. <laughs> the coffins. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you're right. That would be fire. And that, you right. know what? That takes care. Yeah. Right? And oh, intentional. That takes being, being intentional. intentional. I love that um, Hakeem said what he said because when I think care, I think more of the tire, like the details. Because like... Yeet is details, right? The turban, everything, yeah, yeah. but the little nuances in the melodies, right? Yeah. Um, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but like he's purposely doing that. I know he's doing that. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, but I guess when I think about that, I take it to more of an extreme. Yeah. Um, from the presentation to the music, yeah. like it's just like it's an obsessive. Yeah, level it's, of it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, most people think you're fucking crazy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Just go that hard, pay that much Look attention, never turn it yes. off. Yes. Yo, they all it's need, another a, level of care. Yes. It's just like, oh, this man's nuts. You said artist development. You believe in artist development. Mm-hmm. Is that, we talked about all the features they have. Some of them only come after you've developed as an artist. For you, is it is it that care, that thing you sense, the thing that determines, hey, if I'm going to develop you as an investment, like, is that your... That's where I'm at now. Okay. Like I said, I used, I was lying to myself thinking that I could, like, mask it all because I can market it. And I can, like, you know, move it around to a certain level. But if you're going to cross that threshold, like the Drake threshold or the Travis threshold or the Kendrick threshold, you got to care. They have to go where you can't. They have to come with that. Yeah. You knew it wasn't that good. Huh? Wait, so are you saying you knew what you were working on wasn't that good or didn't have the potential to meet your expectations? But you— it's, Yes. It's, wow. Yes. I feel like it's still good, wow. maybe even great, but it's that, good enough. that thing you, it's good enough. But there's a different level. It's just like Drake you can live with it. Great. I can live with it. Mm-hmm. I can sell you everything else around it. Yeah, I can hit you with some clips. <laughs> That's it. That's the show. It's, it's like yeah, food. It's, it's gonna hold you over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean, it's gonna hold you. you know over. What I'm saying if I give you a, a strong enough story, yeah, that's gonna sell. Yeah, right. And it did, right. And this is like a long time ago, but like I'm just like. Now thinking about it, I'm like, oh, like, nah. Like, if you're if you really care to work with generational talent, mm. it it comes down to that common denominator, bro. That's, like that you can't piece. you can't teach you can't teach Kendrick how to like do what he does on stage. That's nah. that's that's an obsessive amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's it's like they're showing clips of Michael Jackson, the moonwalk before Michael Jackson even did it. I forgot the dude's name, but I'm sure he was probably watching videos like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I need that. You know what I mean? That's me. I had a a moment where I was talking about uh, one of our sort of year-end episodes about how much I I listened to Kendrick and why it didn't connect to me in the way that I hoped it would, why I kept listening. Someone sort of, someone hit me up like, well, like, not hit me up, but like DM me sort of like, why, you know, why are you giving that many chances, blah, blah, blah. Like, clearly, bro, did something. First off, it's not clear he did anything, right? You're not him. Number two, I'm like, he cares so much that as a fan, one of my favorite artists, I care enough to just keep paying attention. So we actually are optimistic about music. You just got to care. That's it. Yeah. And and have clips. And also, because there's a lot of people that care, but then they voice, they voice and they become like negative about it because they care so much. And now they're like, you sound like you hate everything. I'm at that 50-50 mark. There's also fake care. There's Okay. Let's talk Ooh, about fake care. Pretend care. Yeah, Ooh. pretend care. It's just like, yo, you, act on, you acting <laughs> like you care. 
but you really don't do the work. That's most people, bro. You really don't do the work. You just want to talk and you want to complain about how the world's sleeping on you, but you don't actually care about your merch. Mm. You go outside, like, you don't have your hairline together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really care. You are yeah, a star. Yeah. Why isn't your hair done, bro? Like, mm. that shit be driving me crazy. Like, bro. Like, you don't care. Like, you don't really care, bro. You're a fucking star. Get your hair together, You're man. You're a fucking star, bro. Yeah, like, I, that's real. The fake care is crazy. I'm not going to go through uh, who might who might fake care. We're going to end this episode on an optimistic note. Mm-hmm. Rap is back. As long as you care. That's I'm- it. Justice, no more. <laughs> that's it, you guys. That's it for the Rap Caviar podcast. Make sure you follow so you can stay up to date week to week. And, yeah, see you guys next week.